Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Stories of Selling Human podcast. I'm your host, Alex Smith, and I started this podcast because I believe everyone in the world will someday be faced with a situation. Could be business, could be personal, that requires you to create change. I think we all want to be heard, seen, and understood. The people who get our attention and convince, persuade, or influence us are not just salespeople. There are great humans throughout all walks of life we're drawn to. I'm going to share their stories here so we can tap into what makes us human, practice our human skills, and ultimately, we'll all become better at selling by being human. All right. I always start my podcast by hyping up my guests, so let's do it. Today, you get to hear a real treat, a sales professional of over 15 years of experience. He hones his human skills. He's the host of the Stories of Selling Human podcast. Let's hear it for none other than me. That's right. In honor of Thanksgiving last week in the U.S., I thought I'd make an episode on gratitude and sales. I want to tell you a personal gratitude story. This story might help you be more effective in practicing it for yourself, take away the buzzwordiness with it, and discuss why I think it can help you in the hardest of times. So let's get started. In sales, I think it's inevitable you're going to face hard times. And I believe gratitude is super powerful when it's specific rooted in empathy and where you use it intentionally to create joy. Even when you're feeling the opposite of joy, you can use an emotion like gratitude to find your way back to it. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to leave you with some new, powerful, actionable takeaways you can do to practice it and strengthen your connections. But before I get into my story on gratitude, I'd urge you to go back to episode 38. Chris Shembra talks about a detailed playbook on gratitude He founded a company dedicated to it. The 747 Club creates experiences to foster stronger connections with teams using gratitude. Highly recommend it. But here's my quick story. It starts with a cyber criminal and a Starbucks. It's a story about loss, resilience, joy, and gratitude. The morning of 9-29-19, I woke up happy. I was 130% to my sales goal on the way to end my year at 150, drove to work, with my wife and I set up my office in the lobby of the Westin Tampa. At 9 a.m., I quote unquote borrowed free Wi-Fi that's really meant for guests. I guess you can call me a cyber criminal if you want. But by 12 noon, my whole life changed. I got a blindside call from my HR person and my manager. Never a good combo. They're speaking boilerplate legal and I knew what was happening. I was being laid off. All I could think through all the emotions was thanks for everything. So I go to Starbucks, I meet my wife, latte, vent, start the job search plan, think in that exact order. And I had no clue where I was going. I was just grateful for the latte, but I was most grateful to have her in that moment. I knew I had a huge task ahead of me, had to find a job with the holidays fast approaching. And this was long before COVID was even a thing. Without hesitation, I knew part of my search had to be networking. So I went to the sales conference, the sales success summit. And I knew I wasn't just going to collect business cards there. I wanted to connect to people really using gratitude as the tool. But what's great about this conference is that all the presenters were actually people that were on a popular podcast I listened to. So I knew I was going to make it a point to reach out to them beforehand, send them videos, thanking them for something specific they taught me. I also, when I went there, spoke to the speakers afterwards to thank them for their presentations. And I called out specific parts. Without even asking, people started inviting me to join them for dinners, breakfasts, group outings. I didn't even know a soul at this conference before I went to it. And I knew I moved from collecting into connecting. 
afterwards, I wrote an article on LinkedIn to express what I learned. I thanked everyone. I continued to give back. I was so happy and grateful I got to go to this event. And through all the connections and networking offers, I could see the end of my job search in sight. I was doing so much connecting that a job offer was just going to be inevitable, or so I thought. See, I didn't think things could get worse than a blindside layoff until I got a blindside call from my dad about a month after the conference, where he's told me three simple words you never want to hear from a parent. I have leukemia. That conversation is honestly still a blur to me, but I remember saying thanks for telling me. I knew it was really hard for him to make that call. And after losing my job, my dad telling me I had cancer, I didn't see how it could get worse, but it certainly did. I got another blindside call. This one from my mom while I was in line at the unemployment office to tell me my father was being rushed to the ICU. She just said, Alex, you need to come now. You know, living in Florida, you know, sometimes when it rains, it doesn't just rain, it actually hurricanes. And when you lose so much, I thought to myself, how could I possibly see what I have? But I had so many emotions, the last of which I considered was gratitude. But what I've learned is through the sadness and solitude, I realized I was actually grateful for the layoff so I could work full-time with my family. I knew that my new full-time job was being there with my dad, my mom, my sister. You know, Brene Brown, the famous speaker, author, social psychologist, spent 12 years in a study studying the relationship between joy and gratitude. And she thought before she started it, you know, when you're happy, you know, just the result of being happy is that you're grateful. But she actually found the opposite was true. See, gratitude doesn't come from having joy, joy comes from practicing gratitude. The key to her findings of her research was in the word practice. See, these research participants she studied, they didn't just have an attitude of gratitude. They all set out an intention to practice it. See, for Brene, her family tells each other daily what they're grateful for. She really calls it life-changing. They connect emotionally every day on little moments all around them. And back in January, it was a struggle, but I searched for those moments. Little moments of gratitude were in witnessing my dad singing with our minister in the ICU, laughing together as he did Trump impersonations, and especially when I got to see him go from barely moving you know, his hands to walking upstairs and getting to see his face in person. It looked like he had just won the lottery. See, gratitude didn't erase my grief, but it gave me a different perspective. I found joy to be pausing to be grateful for those moments, moments I can go back on whenever I want because of my iPhone. And for that, I want to thank Steve Jobs. See, gratitude makes us feel joy and there's joy all around us. And during my search for gratitude, I found Chris Schember's book called Gratitude and Pasta. Chris fosters pasta dinners to create human connection around gratitude. And each dinner, he starts by asking one simple question to create empathy. And that is, if you could give credit or thanks to one person in your life that you don't give enough credit or thanks to, who would it be? So I went all hype man with gratitude in my connections. Like I said, recaps on LinkedIn for Zoom networking calls I was on, more video messages, called people, sent letters, joined networking groups, contributed. In small group settings, I practiced, received, and observed gratitude. I started this podcast and one of my guests said she loves pickles. Well, guess what? I emailed her as a thank you. I know, super weird, but shout out to Megan Riley. See, all of this gratitude built to the number 403. 403 days of being out of work until one day I wasn't. 
I thanked everyone I knew with personalized videos. See, I always remember it's not joy that makes us grateful. It's gratitude that makes us joyful. A beautiful quote I found. You know, my ask to you is make it a point, uh, not just on Thanksgiving, every day to just go beyond just writing down what you're grateful for. It's a great start. But actually pick someone that's meant something to you and just go out of your way. Unexpected, someone you haven't given enough thanks to. Call someone on your team. Call someone out in your next team meeting to thank them. Even better, set a team meeting to thank each other. Finally, ask someone about them and thank them with something personal to them. It can be a charity, a jar of pickles, but make it personal. Today and always, I want to be thanking my wife, Jess. Now it's your turn. Thank you for always listening, giving reviews, giving me your time truly means the world to me. And I look forward to 2022 and beyond. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. Hey gang. All right. Wow. You made it to the end. I know your time is valuable. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending your time here with me. If you heard a quote you liked, got a quick bit of value, or you have an idea that can help convince others to join, I urge you to take a minute and leave a five-star rating and review. That helps us gain influence and bring some really great guests on to add even more value to you and others. You can also always contact me directly to tell me your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. All my info is in the notes. Let's help convince anyone that they have the ability to sell well just by being great humans. And this podcast is proof. All right, see you on the next episode of Stories of Selling Human.